from Luke chapter 6 today. And Jesus lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Let that sink in. Blessed are you poor, yours is the kingdom of God. Being poor in itself doesn't give you sanctifying grace and get you into heaven. There's probably a lot of poor people in hell, I'm sure. But poor people have an advantage as they tend to treasure the sanctifying grace that is in their soul. That becomes their treasure. Where rich people tend to uh, fall into the trap of treasuring their belongings. Blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you that weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast out your name as evil, on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you that are full now, for you shall hunger. Woe to you that laugh now, for you shall weep and mourn. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. We live for the afterlife, not for the present life. Present life is passing away fast. We need to live and die in the state of sanctifying grace. You cooperate in that by living a life of prayer and sacraments. Yesterday the Baltimore Catechism taught us about the attributes of the church. Authority, infallibility, and indefectibility. Now it's going to teach us on the four marks of the church. Has the church any marks by which it may be known? Yes, it is one. It is holy. It is Catholic. And it is apostolic. Now we break them down one at a time. How is the church one? The church is one because all its members agree in one faith, are in one communion, and are under one head. How is the church holy? The church is holy because its founder, Jesus Christ, is holy. And because it teaches a holy doctrine, invites all to a holy life. Because of the eminent holiness of so many thousands of its children. How is the church Catholic or universal? It is Catholic or universal because it subsists in all ages teaches all nations, maintains all truth. Call it the three alls. It subsists in all ages, teaches all nations, maintains all truth. How is the church apostolic? The church is apostolic because it is founded by Jesus on his apostles and is governed by their lawful successors and because it has never ceased and never will cease to teach their doctrine. Notice it says, it, it, 
it has never ceased and never will cease to teach their doctrine. Individuals in it will, but the church, its official faith and morals, its deposit of faith, remains forever to be proclaimed. In which church are the attributes and the marks found? The Holy Roman Catholic Church alone. From whom does the church derive its undying life and infallible authority? Answer from the Holy Spirit. Spirit of truth who abides with it forever. Again, it abides with it forever. Not necessarily the leaders, but it abides with it. By whom is the church made and kept one, holy, and Catholic? Answer, the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of love and holiness who unites and sanctifies its members throughout the world. Today's Latin is fiat, voluntas tua. Yes, will, yours. I think that's the literal translation of it. Yes, will, your. A little smoothly translated, it would be, thy will be done. Fiat voluntas tua. Thy will be done. Makes a great short prayer to pray throughout the day. Fiat voluntas tua. Fiat voluntas tua. Thy will be done.